0: sharing success stories, and motivating others. Join me on this journey as we tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining us again on the Creative Visionaries podcast. Today we have a very exciting guest who's going to share some insight and some knowledge on the AI-based content marketing side of things, Connor Snyder. Connor is the co founder of Story. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Tori, thanks for having me. I'm really uh, grateful to be here with you.
0: So, tell us a little bit more about you and your business and how you got into this uh, world of marketing.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, I am the co founder of Story. We're a content team in your pocket. So, we basically help people create custom content. Um, which is interesting with all of this AI generative stuff going on because uh, it's kind of fashionable right now to just like want to click a button and have all this content created. But what I've seen is that as there, it's kind of this like really, you know, basic supply and demand problem. It's as there's this increasing supply of uh, computer generated content, I think that there is a premium to be had for stuff that's custom and really real and authentic and so the balancing act i think that creators have and what we try to help them do is how do you use ai and some of these these powerful tools to help you be a better creator while right. also really maintaining that unique brand and authenticity and so that's what we're doing with story is is trying to ride that line so that um creators can really succeed and and for me it all kind of started When I uh, was in high school, I was getting on Facebook right after they opened it up from colleges. So like anyone could get on and, you know, me and my friends would all be making dumb Facebook groups and, you know, (laughs) sharing those really emo Facebook statuses that everyone was doing back then. And uh, I remember one day my parents, they, they walked in when I was on the computer and they're like, listen, Connor. You got to stop wasting time on Facebook. You're never gonna have a job making money messing around on social media. And you know, here we are today <laughs> <laughs> making content for social media. And it, it, so, you know, it's it's uh it's um yeah, it, it's been an interesting journey to kind of go from back when you know it was all just text based, you know, I, you know uh, a I M status kind of style with social media, and now there's just this really strong focus on video and, and content.
0: Well, what I love about what you're doing at story is not only that you're generating content that's unique and leveraging technology through AI, but you're putting it all together. So you don't have just one side of it because there's, there's a lot, um, people will jump on a bandwagon, right? Like AI is the big thing right now. Like let's do AI, you know, we're going to make all our content with this AI platform, whatever it might be. But then you just become, um, a wave like in the pool and you don't get noticed because everything looks the same. And so you have to really kind of disrupt that, leverage the technology, but still be authentic at the same time. So I'd love to hear how you kind of how you weave those two pieces together with the the you know creating stuff that's unique but also leveraging the AI part of it.
1: Yeah. So we we have a team of about a hundred content creators, you know, human video editors, human copywriters. And it's interesting because we use ai throughout all places in the business and we think it's 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 not something to be feared it's something that we should be augmenting what we're doing but you're 100 right like if everyone's creating has endless access to create endless amount of content what ends up happening is the quality of that content radically starts decreasing right yeah. because not everyone's a great marketer because it's very easy to go and type something into chat gpt and have it spit out something right but the quality of the output is very dependent on the quality of the input, right? Garbage in garbage out. And so what, what we as marketers or as entrepreneurs who are really trying to get a message to the right people now have to do is we have to spend more time cutting through the crap, like Mm -hmm. the need to get more attention and also create something of value drastically increases. And so how do you stand out in an ocean of generated content, you have to lean more into personal branding, like personal branding's been the buzz. It's, it's, it's the thing that everyone's kind of got top of mind, this whole idea of influencer marketing. You've got to learn how to build inside of your business influencers. You've got to learn how to like find the people that you can bring up that can help bring in that influence because that's ultimately going to be the thing that sets you apart from the endless amount of automated WordPress blogs. Right. Like yeah. you've got to have a, a personal relationship with your audience that a AI cannot replicate.
0: Right. And, that, and that's
1: why video is so important.
0: Yeah. And I was just gonna say, um, you know, AI can generate the content, but you have to be kind of the smarter person on the back end side. Like, let's not just put stuff out to put stuff out you have to think as a marketer strategically what's your consumer asking what are those questions that they want to hear and how do you answer those questions in mm-hmm. a unique way um, and you know make sure that you're meeting your audience where they're at
1: absolutely like like the strategy part of it is is so um under undervalued almost like like people are like oh i can have this ai go do all this stuff but you spend 10 minutes on chat gpt and it is absolutely impressive. It is absolutely game-changing. I'm definitely not discounting that. But unless someone's thinking intentionally about how you're going to apply that capability, right. it, it, it's like having like a really, really nice sports car and then just driving it through the neighborhood where the speed limit's 15 miles an hour, right? For like, sure, for you sure. Have to, you have to have the capability to go implement it.
0: So, so, I was on a conversation recently where we were talking about api and the technology. so I'm curious what your input is on the difference between the chat g p t and Jasper
1: mm-hmm. those
0: two AI platforms. What's the difference or what do you what do you see for those two
1: yeah so so my understanding is you know um is they're built on open AI's, same backend kind of system they're using different language models for some of the tools. And I've worked in like data companies before where their main business was selling data. And and one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is a lot of these data companies really are getting their data from like the same big four data providers. You know, there's some smaller ones that supplement it, but like the big main data providers that have most of the data, there's only a handful of them. And, And really, when you look at different data companies, it's often what they're doing is they're taking that big pool of data and then developing systems to make some sort of actionable thing a user can do in their platform that's relative to the user's job to be done. And and I see AI kind of going a similar direction. I think we're going to have a couple of these big companies that have these big language models of how AI can be used, and they'll have kind of competing ways of what one could be better for certain things than others. And then there's going to be a whole wave of companies that build kind of crafted experiences on top of these AI tools that are very specific to jobs to be done. And, and like, that's kind of what we're doing with story is we think there's going to be more P companies that have these AI capabilities. How do we take their APIs? How do we take these models and apply them specifically to the roles of content creators? Like how, what are, what are the ways that we can really prescribe application of these tools to content creators because I think like ChatGPT and, and Jasper, the difference between the two in my mind is ChatGPT is kind of like whatever you want to ask it, ask it. It's like a Google search for AI. It's awesome, right?
0: Yeah. But,
1: and Jasper's a little more prescriptive. Ja- Jasper has this idea of recipes, you know, and it's like if you want a recipe for a blog post or, you right. know, a sales, a sales letter or something. And so it's giving you kind of a, a, a still pretty loose, but a more prescriptive framework, which I think if you're a user that doesn't understand how this stuff works, I think it's better because now you're not like sitting here like I don't even know what to ask this thing. It's like having a genie with yeah, a thousand yeah. wishes. Like I don't know, I don't know what to ask. <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> and these AI tools just help kind of guide that thinking a little more.
0: Well, okay. So, what about since we're talking about AI and the content that it generates? What are your thoughts um, on the recent um, kind of uh, announcement that Google made about deterring searchability for AI generated content?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's smart of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I yeah, ultimately I think it's a losing battle, right? Like you're you're it's gonna be this endless war of like Google's gotta get better at detecting AI content, right? And then AI content is constantly gonna be trying to like go and outmatch Google's, you know. Like we've seen this with SEO for you know, two decades. Like there's always people are always gonna be trying to gain the system to a degree, you're always gonna have to have this arms race, but I think it gets to a certain point where. What well, if the AI content is producing meaningful, accurate, helpful results? Why would you want to downrank that, right? Sure. Yeah. And, and so, like, I I don't know how Google's going to do that. I would, but I I think that the the focus for Google, in my opinion, should be what's going to be the content that's going to deliver our users the most value. And if AI is only getting used to create endless garbage, junk content that's not meaningful, well, yeah, let's derank that for sure. Yeah. Right?
0: yeah. Definitely, I think that Google is, there's so many moving parts when it comes to Google, right? So it's like, they're always on their toes and they're always at least 10 steps ahead of us.
1: (laughs) Right, totally, yep.
0: As much as we can philosoph, you know, think in the the uh, philosophic way of what it's going to be and how it should be, it's like they've already thought of this. They've already worked through it. They're just waiting to implement, right? <laughs> that's right. They're
1: playing a game ten steps ahead of all of us. I know, <laughs> and, and I think that's going to be interesting too, right? Like, like um, you know, I've I've been reading a couple people say that you know OpenAI has built ChatGPT on on in, in close partnership with Microsoft, and this idea, like, well, maybe Microsoft is going to kind of make this a competitor to Google searching and, and some people are like, Google's got to launch their version of this at some point in the future. And and I'm sure at some point that's going to be the case, you know, it definitely changes how search works for a lot of us when we can really get like the exact thing we're looking for in this like natural language response.
0: Well, and, and it's like, um, like TikTok and YouTube, you know, like Mm -hmm. how you think about how TikTok TikTok is like disrupting the whole YouTube world where the shorts are now coming into YouTube. And so how is Google responding to these new businesses that are popping up and, you know, potential competitors, quote unquote, um, to the the Goliath of internet and searchability. So it's just interesting.
1: Yeah, my, my little sisters are definitely looking like, you know, I have a sister that's super into arts and crafts. She like likes taking the spoons and like turning them into rings. Yeah. She doesn't do a Google search to learn how to do that stuff. She goes and searches on TikTok, right? Which is like interesting. so interesting to us marketers. Like, whoa, that's yeah. that's a shift, right? And uh <laughs> I, I think you're right. I think that that um the ways people are wanting to access information are changing and, and and uh yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna need all the help AI can give us to keep up with all the different places we need content to be. <laughs> For
0: sure. <laughs> well, so the content that you guys focus on at stories, is it Based at, or starting from video content, or tell me about how how you guys get started and generating content.
1: Yeah, so so the way it works is we have our users tell us what do they want to be known for. You know, like maybe I want to be known for sales and entrepreneurship, and then I also want to be known for video games and travel and hiking. You know, like a, a, what are the things that I want to build a personal brand around or yeah. my company's brand around? Yeah, and then based off those topics, we generate using AI. Um, suggestions of content to create based off of things that people are looking for online, and so we'll maybe give you an auto-generated outline, not a script, an outline mm-hmm. of of uh, a YouTube or a TikTok or an Instagram reel video to make. And these outlines are are built so that you can put your own personal experience on them. Like we can we can have the same user see the same prompt, but you'll get completely two different videos out of it because everyone's perspective and life experiences are a little different. And so people give us those raw clips and then our video team, social media management teams, they take that content and actually turn it into unique personalized content. You give us, you know, information about your brand guides, your colors, all that. Yeah. And then what ends up coming out is tr- truly unique content. So, so we're using AI to help the creators be better creators. But when we're actually creating, we're not relying on AI to do that. We're creating content that's going to really be unique and not, the same as anyone else's.
0: So when you start with video, I'm sure that a lot of your clients coming in are hesitant because they don't want to be on video. (laughs) (laughs) They don't like the way they sound. They don't like the way they look. How do you overcome that with your clients and help them see the bigger picture of, you know, making an impact uh, over worrying about what they look like on camera?
1: Totally. So I, I started doing videos like this when I was working for a mortgage company, which is like one of the most boring companies I could have possibly worked at. But it's good because it challenges you. And uh, <laughs> we're, I was there and, and um, you know, the, uh, w- the way the mortgage company works is there's loan officers who basically work their own network of people to go and, and you know, do home loans. And yeah. the way they got those businesses with these relationships, but they were all running these really stale... Ads that just were not converting, and and so I went to a couple of them and was like, "Look, if you just record a video, of just you on the camera, it doesn't need to be pretty, it doesn't need to be this whole production, and you just like share your knowledge, that ad is going to convert way better." And they did, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and when I was filming with them, it was funny because I would tell them, "Go and record this," and and they would just, I would be really loose. I'd just be like, "Just share a tip about mortgage," and they would freeze up, like, "I don't, I don't know what to say." <laughs> And, and, and so I was like, okay, well, let me write you a script. So I'd write them a script yeah. and then they'd go and record the video. And it'd be funny because you'd see in the recording, you'd watch their eyes. <laughs> move, <laughs> And you're like, okay, this was supposed to feel authentic, but now this feels like so <laughs> fake. And so I, I gave them an outline because the outline was, it was the perfect balance of feeling like they had a structure. Like they weren't yeah. going mit- to record something that made them sound stupid, right. but it wasn't also a word for word verbatim Thing that they were regurgitating and so that's that's really how we do it is we 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 discovered there's this problem of people don't record video because they're worried uh that they're gonna say something wrong and and that then feeds into this whole like i'm gonna look dumb i'm not gonna like yeah you know, i'm not gonna sound great it's not gonna look nice and so it, if we start by giving them a framework of what to record We can do all the post-production that makes the video engaging and have all the effects and stuff, but it's really that authenticity and their message um, that if we help them bring out, they will be more likely to create content.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You got to make it an enjoyable process. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) It's it's, got to be fun. And if if, if, if it's it's so easy for us marketers to like go to someone and be like, hey, you got to be making video. And they're like, okay, cool. About what? Yeah. (laughs) And and so if you can help answer that question, a lot of that friction, I think, starts to go away and it's easier for them to get in the practice.
0: Yeah. And, you know, that makes me think of um, a podcast hosting, right? So a lot of people, when they first get started in podcasting, they think they have have to have a script and like, you know, bullet points. This is the question I'm going to ask after this and that. And that's, you know, some structure that some people do have. But for me, I am more of this kind of free flow conversational type podcast where, yeah, I I have a little guide. I have some, you know, kind of bullet points and outline to give me, but really when you listen and have a conversation, the outcome is uh, so much more greater than having a script that you're trying to follow by. So when you're doing videos, the same concept that, you know, you have kind of an outline. These are my talking points. These are the things that I'm going to cover, but when you just say it naturally, Based on what your prompts are, then Mm -hmm. the outcome is so much greater than what you would anticipate. So, absolutely, you get it. You know,
1: because you've been podcast hosting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now I, now I'm like an expert, right? No, right, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's shift into to something that I think is is uh, important. Um, on the business side of things and personally but like let's talk about your purpose and your mission in your business and how does that align with how you grow your business
1: yeah so our purpose is to help people share their authentic message online you know it, it's all about how do we make sure we're capturing that authentic that authentic feel and, and everything we build is about making sure we're we're accomplishing that purpose and our our mission is to create a seamless, content creation and syndication experience for our clients. And so, you know, that's, that's what we're working on right now uh, is building that out. And, and for us, you know uh, we've got our core values that are kind of the way that we, the rules of the game, like those are the things that if we're going to accomplish our mission, our team's all playing by these ideas of candid communication, uh, respect, craftsmanship drive. It's it's all the things that we value in our coworkers because um for us celebrating and talking about who we are as people on a regular basis, better empowers us to go and help us, you know, help us do that for our clients.
0: Yeah. And talk about the correlation in your core values um, and how those align with your clients. Because I think there's a big, a big conversation that's been happening a lot about knowing your internal core values but also making sure that your clients align with those core values to make a better experience for the client customer relationship
1: yeah you know um it's funny because like a lot of times candid like uh core values end up being these like vinyl stickers on the wall that like you know you get you like the employee hears about them in onboarding and then like you know they're never talked about again right <laughs> and, and and they are the beating heart of, of what we do. And candid communication is our the, the first core value because it's it's really foundational to how, how we operate. And candid communication is about saying what needs to be said, even when it's not easy. Right. Yeah. And and for our clients, a lot of them, they're they're putting content out there and it's not easy. You know, yeah. we we have clients that are um from our very different types of personalities. You know, we've got clients that are like Cardone Ventures and that whole like hyper sales, like aggressive in your face, go, go, go kind of message. Yeah. And then we have other, other clients like, um, um, modern Millie, you know, and she's doing social media coaching and she's definitely a lot more like soft and real and, and really emphasizes that on authenticity, uh, authenticity piece, but everyone's mm-hmm. authentically themselves. Right. And right, so, right part of our core values is also respect, like recognizing that everyone has a bit of a different approach to business, to life, and we should be celebrating the best parts of those pieces and helping our clients communicate those pieces as well.
0: Yeah. Well, and so if somebody, you know, wants to learn more about how they get started with you, what's the best place that they can start? What's the starting point?
1: Yeah, so they can go to story.co, story with two Y's, S-T-O-R-Y-Y dot C-O. Um, They can sign up for the app. We offer a free video edit to anyone. So you can just register, send us some raw content off your phone, um, and and we'll edit that for you and and give you a really cool social media clip to to share.
0: Awesome. And then uh, any uh, final words or quote that you like to leave us with?
1: Oh, man, (laughs) I think... I think the only thing that I would say is, is there's a lot of, I, I've felt on our team, especially because we have so many marketers and content creators, this like fear of of AI, like, oh my gosh, my job's going to get replaced tomorrow. <laughs> and I, I would hope that anyone that's in that boat of feeling this like, oh, my idea is going to get replaced by AI. My job's going to be threatened by AI. I think kind of like going back to like, remember to be authentic and adaptable as, as things change. Because AI is only going to get better. And there may be parts of your job right now that AI can replace. And I think that that recognizing and seeing those things now um, just means that you can focus on, well, what are the skills that AI can't replicate? Or how can I be the best at applying these? I think mm-hmm. being adaptable, I know we've had to adapt our business for it. And other businesses will have to adapt. But but embracing the change rather than like fighting against it. I think is, is not just a good way to, to build a business, but it's a good way to build a career. A good way to build a life.
0: Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your story. No pun intended. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's been a, a pleasure to have you as a guest today. And, you know, uh, definitely check that out. If you guys are interested in, in getting some content uh, free video generated by story, uh, you can visit them, download their app. And uh, thank you again, Connor. It's been great talking to you.
1: Tori. Thank you. It's been awesome.
0: Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Visionaries Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, or share with a friend. Also, make sure to visit us online at creativevisionariespodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And stay tuned for more episodes to come. And remember, it's time to tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary.